This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Thursday, April 16th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. It's by no means a range-defining day in the Treasury market. We have seen a fair amount of choppy price action transpire in Treasuries this week. We had a solid 10 basis point rally following a grind higher in rates and earlier in the week. Risk assets have performed reasonably well. The variety of Fed programs certainly has contributed to a budding degree of optimism or rather a lessening of the broader cynicism that's currently being reflected in global asset prices. The debate still continues about whether we see a V, a U, or W-shaped recovery. We remain in the W-shaped recovery camp simply because the math underlying the calculation of real GDP does create an inescapable base effect, which will optically make it look like there is a surge in growth once the lights come back on. We've been at a point in the markets, however, where investors are very content to ignore the economic data. Now, this is a bit counterintuitive if we're trying to gauge the depths of what might be a historically large recession. Why then are investors not as interested in trading each incremental piece of information? This is something that we've been contemplating, and and we've come up with a few reasons that we think the market has been insulated from each incremental piece of dismal data. First, in part, this is simply due to the fast-moving nature of the pandemic compared to the lagged character of fundamental information. But that's not the only reason that investors have been increasingly disinterested in trading the data. The sheer number of business closures have made data collection a struggle, to say the least. This leads to far more estimations embedded within the headline figures, so it's less trustworthy data. Not through any malicious intent on the part of data gatherers, but simply reflecting to the realities of what happens when you shut down an entire economy. There is another, perhaps even more compelling reason to set aside the official stats for the time being, and that's the universal absence of scale for the magnitude of the weakness. Jobless claims are a great example. When the first multi-million print hit, the treasury market shrugged it off even though it dwarfed the prior records. With pundits now cautioning that if you thought March's data looked bad, just wait for April. There is nonetheless plenty of reasons to be skeptical that this incoming information will ultimately recast the macro narrative during the first half of 2020. It's the second half of the year that will be the true litmus test for the V versus U-shaped recovery debate. At this stage, it's a stretch to imagine a one-for-one rebound of the contraction in the first half, as it promises to be a significant climb out of the recessionary depths of 2020. Nonetheless, we'll be expecting some rebound once the economy is reopened. On the topic of reopening the economy, we're supposed to hear from the White House today. Trump is expected to give some type of guidelines for reopening the U.S. economy. Now, there's a big debate between the governors on the state level and the federal level in terms of who has the authority to actually lift the stay-at-home bans. In practical terms, this means that even if Trump comes out and says that 
May 15th, for example, will be the day that the economy is open for business, we would expect the response in risk assets to be limited until we get confirmation of any reopening plan from state and local officials. What does that mean for Treasury yields? We expect the range to continue to hold, even with any optimism that the economy might be reopening soon, we still see 75 basis points in 10-year yields as the near-term equilibrium. More importantly, investor sentiment is more evident in the shape of the curve. We are continuing to target 55 basis points in twos tens in the event that the administration manages to instill at least some sense of optimism in risk assets. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public disclosure slash.